The material provided today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a financial professional for your own needs. Johnny, Sestina, and company disclaims any and all liability for the interpretation and use of the content provided today. I need help getting out of my student loan I'm debt. so worried. How am I going to afford taking care of my When's parents? When's a good time to get into the market? I'm really not sure when I should start taking my Social Security. I wonder if I have enough insurance. I wonder when I can retire. It's time to talk about your money. Managing to be wealthy. Our team of fee-only financial planners is ready to help you to create better financial habits. Envision your long-term goals and understand money management better than ever. Our resident hosts of Johnny, Sestina, and Company are on deck to show you the way. Welcome to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. This is your host, Stephen Lucan, and joining me on today's show is John Sestina and Jared Locke. John and I are certified financial planners, and Jared will be one day a certified financial planner. How's the studying going? Uh, it's coming along. Uh, still a long road ahead. But... Lots to learn. Yep. Got to to make today sure we're going to learn a little bit about taxes, right? Yes. That's going to be the topic of today's show. There's a lot of talk about taxes, tax reform, stimulus, infrastructure, and that's what we're going to center today's show around is all of that. Um, John, how was your Easter weekend? It was wonderful. I had uh, lunch with my daughter and her husband. You may know them. Yeah, not bad people. <laughs> not at all. No. And that was lovely, and so we visited that. Then I went home and crashed. <laughs> Get the sugar crash, <laughs> yeah. and that was a game over. Um, so today, you know, we're going to talk about uh, taxes. Uh, one thing that there was a proposal that was put on the table, and I, I just want to talk about this because I don't. I'm hoping it doesn't get passed because there's always a lot of proposals thrown out on the table through our uh, government um, process, governmental uh, process. A lot of times it does not get passed. But one that was thrown out was a capital gains tax at death with a $1 million exemption where basically the way the current law sits is when someone dies, all of your assets get taxed through the estate process. And then your heirs receive those assets with a new tax basis on what it was basically paid for. And, and tax basis, for the listeners out there who don't know don't know anything about it or maybe a little bit about it, that's a very important uh, number in your financial plan is your tax basis, what you paid for that investment or asset. Uh, John, what are your initial thoughts on removing that step up in basis you, you're really trying to set me up now i've got i'm trying to be nice steven and you're giving me all this this stuff going i'll on. let you take off one glove today oh, okay one both glove. gloves oh. i'm not ready you can't I drop know. both gloves but one glove and you can start swinging <laughs> bobby uh, told me to be nice so i'm going to try to be nice okay uh as far as this capital gain tax it shows complete ignorance okay it, why on is the that on the first part because who knows what their basis is? Right now, our listeners don't know the basis of their home. Correct. And they don't know the basis of whatever. So that's part of the big challenge. So who's going to do this? Is the IRS going to come sit on your porch and watch while you try to calculate the basis? And what will apply to basis? Like with your home, you can add the basis when you put in a new driveway or you put on a new roof or something like that. How does that all comply? So. To do this capital gain, the reason they originally did not have a tax on a capital gain rate was for this very reason. Mm -hmm. It was too cumbersome for the taxpayer. And for that matter, the IRS. It was right. unbelievable. So, no, Stephen, I'm not at all excited about that tax. And, and on that point, everyone, even years ago, they didn't track basis in your investment accounts. Exactly. And finally, I think it was around 2005, they mandated that the brokerage houses or the... Um, 
banks tracked the tax basis. And let me tell you, it is a challenge because we, we've encountered clients who had stock certificates going back to the 1980s and inherited from Aunt Susie AT&T stock. And I have their certificates. I'm going to deposit them. First question you ask is, what's the tax basis? Exactly and right. 99% of the time, I have no idea. Um, and that's, that's the biggest challenge. So think about a house. You've lived in a house since 1985 live there most of your life um you move out parents stay there they pass and here's the house and as you said john they don't know what the tax they may know what they paid for it what about the improvements uh that's something that some people just don't track well how about the farmers Mm -hmm. imagine you start your farm and you scrounge enough money to get it going and it's become successful and now it's a reasonably successful farm and when you pass you want it to go to the kids who are working in the farm so you tax their capital gain above the million dollars, put them out of business. Yeah. So there, there is just little or no thought that has gone into this tax proposal. And, and the other thing, too, is even with a million-dollar exemption, people maybe in central Ohio think that's a lot of money for a house. But New York, California, that's that's a fixer-upper. You bet. <laughs> right? So uh, it may well, seem— maybe New York's got a new deal now. They're probably a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, that, and that's the point, right? Then it gets into who's cutting deals on state-by-state state or location or geographic location. So that's my other concern is um, it's not really proportional to when you— It's easy to talk stock. It's easy to say, oh, you inherited a lot of stock. But let's talk, as you said, John, about land, about real estate, houses— those are the things people are not paying attention to or businesses if you inherit a business. And that's my bigger concern is tracking it. And to your point about how do you pay it, they're even proposing you pay it over 30 years. 30 years. Right. Well, let's see. I'll be dead in 30 years, so that's okay for me. <laughs> right. And then how do you transfer? Then you pass. And then how do you transfer that to the next generation who's right. responsible? How do you track all this? I turn it over to an angel who's going to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And who is that angel? Is it Jared? Uh, yeah, it's Jared because he's young. Yeah. Jared, did you read up on this proposal at all? I did, and my first thought: you read the headline, it sounds it sounds great, but as you guys pointed out, there's no reasonable way to actually track this. It's it's got the tagline to it. People are going to hop on just because of how nice it sounds. It's a way to what people might seem as an easy way to tax people with what a lot of people think is a lot of money. But at the end of the day, actually being able to track that and it it actually coming to fruition, I just don't think is realistic. You're really on a good point, Jared, because a lot of the stuff today and going down the road is all about language. And so in today's society, we have language interpreting all kinds of things that don't make any sense. And the words may change before your very eyes. And so, in fact, you could be, you know, you could be causing a microaggression, not even though you did that, for crying out loud. John, so, I'm sure you've said a few microaggressions. I am totally not politically correct. You know correct. that, Steve. Correct. <laughs> that's what we love about you. <laughs> so that's confusing because people are, are going to be sitting there and they're going to go on their thoughts or the language, the politicians. I heard uh, our president talk about gun control today, and it was just startling what he was saying, much like what he was saying about the Pennsylvania uh, uh, voting thing where even the Washington Post gave him four Pinocchios. He, he just outright lying. So you're in a position now with uh, the press and whatever else is going on where you're getting this, the, the, they're uh, massaging the languages 
so that the uninformed get caught up in it. And in this care, this this topic we're talking about with the million dollar inheritance exemption, um, it already goes through the estate tax process. So, John, I know in the past you said the estate tax should not exist because that money has already been taxed. Do you still feel that way today? I still feel that way. And do uh, you, you know the original reason there was an estate tax? Uh, you've quizzed me on this in the past, and I don't want to misspeak, but it was to fund a World War that's right. I, right? No, not World War I, oh. the War of 1812, War. I believe. <laughs> right. oh, wow. And so that's what it was for. It, well, this is much like the income tax. I mean, we have the original income tax return on our wall in the office. Yep. And you remember, Jared, what that says, the original tax rate was? Did you ever look at that? I haven't, no. Okay, you need to look at that because it said 1%. So the original income tax rate was 1%. Now, let's see, what is it? What are they proposing in this new tax bill? 39%, mm-hmm. right? So be aware people are uninformed. They have their nose in their phones. They're not really paying attention except to what's been you know, highlighted so they can click on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what today we're going to, we're going to, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about is tax. And John, I'm going to challenge you to say, should there be tax allowed? What is that tax rate? What should it be? And how do we function as a country uh, with tax and or without tax for those who don't like paying taxes? These are all questions that people throw out and there's, it's a, it is a ping pong match back and forth, but is there a happy balance in between? Um, I think there is, I think there can be a way to to solve both problems, but I also think the bigger problem is not really being discussed. We've talked about it on this show, and we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. This is your host, Stephen Lucan. In today's show, we're talking taxes, tax reform, infrastructure plan, uh, Previously, we talked about the proposal on the capital gains tax uh, at death with a $1 million exemption. Uh, Please share the uh, radio show with your friends and family. You can find us on iTunes. You can tell your Alexa, play Managing to Be Wealthy podcast. It will come up. Please share that information, and hopefully it is educational. So, John, with the topic of taxes. You're back on me again. I am. All all show. Get ready. We got got another three uh, segments here. We're going to beat you up. We'll see what, what we can do here. You've never talked about taxes no, before. No, never, never, never. Not once Should in there 55 be taxes? years. Should there be taxes? Is there an obligation to the country for us as citizens to pay taxes? Well, as citizens, I would ask if anyone knows the history, were there taxes in the early foundation of the country? Uh, there was a mm-hmm. whiskey tax. There was a whiskey tax. That's exactly right. What else? There was no income tax. No. There was no estate tax. There were no roads. There were no capital gain tax. <laughs> there were no roads, well, they though. They horses. That was okay, all right. Okay, there was so a horse and buggy. Better. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> you they still sh- talk about horsepower. So right. give it- <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> but, but don't you think the country has gotten more complex? Well, let's talk about that. The, okay. Uh, how do we know what the government should be paid to do? That's that's the million-dollar question. Well, that's exactly right. So do, do either of you know what the country is supposed to do? I'm kind of curious what you have to say, John. Oh, come on, Stephen. Provide for the welfare and and what's the support of um, 
Go ahead. I'm, oh, I'm, no, you're reading the liberal <laughs> literature here. Come on, John. Go to the Constitution. Okay. What does the Constitution says the government should provide? Educate me. And number one is security. Okay. So that's what? Defense spending. That's defense spending. Exactly right. That's the number one thing they should provide. Okay. Uh, I, there was nothing in there about the education, nothing in there about Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, nothing in there about all these other things that we're now sitting. And as we look at these tax bills, they're eroding our, our cash flow like crazy. But I'm, I'm, I want to go back to that. But, but just looking at the tax revenues, just like a financial plan, you have mm -hmm. income and you have expenses. Right. I don't think our country has a revenue problem. It has a spending problem. Amen. And we see that a lot of times within a financial plan when it is a, a, a challenged plan because the spending is too high. Exactly. And I right. think that's where we're at. And if any person ran their financial plan the way our country runs their financial plan, <laughs> it'd be in the gutter, yep. right? You'd be broke. Um, that's my greater concern. But to but you said there's no uh, obligation to schools. But don't we want to progress as a society? And shouldn't that money come from somewhere? Well, how did they do that back in the 1700s? I don't think we were very progressed as a society. We weren't. I think I think there was a lot of there was a bigger uh, disparity between the affluent and the have and the have nots. For I'm for sure that was terms. true. You know what? There still is. There, uh, there will always be, but That's how much exactly on either right. side? Well, it's going to be there forever. And so the truth, what we know is, the free market levels the playing field. That's what we know, because you have a chance to be successful. You know, as, as a coal miner's kid, who would have ever guessed I'd have the lifestyle I have now and have built with my bride, right? I couldn't do that in a caste system or if there was no opportunity. The free, free enterprise system allowed me to do that. It allowed you to do it, but does everyone have your wherewithal to accomplish that? Everyone has the wherewithal to succeed to the extent possible he or she is capable of succeeding. I, I believe in opportunity. I believe that's the that's greatest right. word in the English, English oh, you, language. You, you, and you don't I, believe in equity? I, I, I do, but where <laughs> you there's don't an believe in equity? <sighs> equity is on outcome. Outcome is. But there, there's. But charitable giving is a great example of that, though. What's that? Where if you're willing to give, someone else will re be rewarded by it. What's that have to do with uh, what we're talking about? Well, that's in the, some people believe in the form of taxation, there will be benefits on the other end from that collection. Well, we shouldn't worry about that. Charity, charitable contributions. Here you go. And now I'm going to rock, rock your boat for sure. <laughs> Hold your head there. Je, je. All right. There's going to be, there should not be a deduction for charity. I don't disagree with that concept. There should, many of the things that we set up are, again, politically correct. Well, wouldn't it be nice? Okay. Or or asking the question if you're married or not. Yep. That doesn't need to be on a tax return. That doesn't return. need to be there either. Right. That's exactly I, right. I agree 100% Whether with that. Whether or not that. you have children is none of their business, except that they, if they uh, decided the to do the yeah. census. Then Correct. they can ask that question because that's part of the rules. We've we've intertwined our lives on the tax form. I agree. There's, there's a um, crossing of the wires in that scenario. I and, agree with that. And that crossing of the wires is what's causing all this confusion. People are trying to make a decision on confusing data. And if you do that, you're going to come out with an unfavorable income because the data is false. Mm -hmm. So we should be doing what the Constitution says the United States should be doing. And boy, would that cut down the government budget. 
Yeah. Because we'd get rid of a lot of departments, wouldn't we? Oh, sure. I mean, and human service, what is that, health and human services, whatever that is, mm -hmm. and uh, all kinds of things. But And that's where, again, I believe there's a lot, my dad always uses there's a lot of fat in government, right? And you got to cut the fat out. And I do believe that that's the case. And that's why we have a spending problem. Right. Because we overspend and... And I don't agree with when you reduce taxes, you're going to reduce tax revenue because we have it right here. We're looking at it. And for you know every year, it's been increasing along the way from 2018, 2019, 2020. Those tax the revenue, the revenue rev tax is, yeah. revenues continue to grow despite tax reduction. That's right. Right. Because it creates jobs. It does create. I believe in that 100 um, percent. But I think on the other side, tax increases obviously increase tax revenue just from simple math mathematics. Well, let's explore that in its depth. That whenever you whenever you reduce taxes, what happens to the money? It stays in people's the possession. taxpayer gets the yes. money, and the taxpayer having a higher income. This kind of happened over the last administration. There's more money, and so what happens to their tax rate? They usually pay more taxes because they're making more money which creates more revenue, mm -hmm. okay? Now, if I tax you, take money away from you, what does that do? We have less to, less to work with. You have less to work with. It slows you down. It cripples you, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we're working absolutely backwards here. It's not about, I read all these tax proposals over all 50 years of this, Stephen. Right. And it's just disgusting that these people don't have half a brain to realize the simple economics. And what they're doing, of course, is making decisions both sides based on their democrat republican desires designs mm -hmm. and that's not good for the country so we need again those people who are statesmen i mean remember the people who founded this country how did, what, what did they have to do to found it i mean people don't realize that go back and look it up and see what happened to the 50 guys who signed the declaration of independence mm -hmm. most of them were very wealthy people and they went broke they went broke their stuff was confiscated. They gave it. To, they gave it to help people, and so Ben Franklin went broke when he was 65 years old, helping to fund the government. I remember there was one gentleman. You brought this up on the show years ago. He was excuse multimillionaire, and he donated all of it towards the Revolutionary War. Yep. basically to the cause. Yep, a lot and, of them did that. Yeah, and that, that's where the true patriots uh, come about. Uh, we're coming up on a break here, but even uh, the irony of Jeff Bezos this week supporting the infrastructure bill, I found a little ironic. <laughs> as long uh, as it's not his money. Exactly. <laughs> right. right? Uh, of all things. Now, Amazon does, in fact, pay taxes. We're going to get into corporate taxes in the next uh, segment, but they do pay taxes, but they do receive a lot of tax breaks. Um, so there's that fine line there. So watch yourself, Mr. Bezos, because you're walking a slippery slope. And we're going to talk about corporate taxes when we come back. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. This is your host, Stephen Lucan, and joining me on tonight's show is John Sestina and Jared Locke. John and I are certified financial planners. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about John E. Sestina and company, you can look us up on the web at managingtobewealthy.com or give us a call at our Bethel Road office, 614-326-3077. 
Today's show, we're talking taxes, talking infrastructure plan, talking about just the general concept, the history of taxes, and uh, challenging John on, on you know, where we're going with taxes. And at the break, and John, you talked about charitable contributions. Jared, you said you, you agreed with that. Why do you agree with charitable deduct, uh, donations not being deductible? Uh, my thought on charity is that it should really be done out of the good of your heart, not because you know there's a tax break on the other end. Um, I think that it's kind of two-sided that you give the charity, you're helping some kind of cause that is specific to what you want to help, and then you're not reducing your taxable income, you're paying a little bit more in taxes, and hopefully that's going to programs that maybe you don't care about as much, but on the other end, it's gonna it might help people um, in other ways that you might not have thought of. All right, and John, you concurred. We both concurred with yes. that mm-hmm. thought process, right? It should be for, for charity Amen. and not motivated by reduction of taxes. And that's the irony that we all fight as taxpaying citizens is we try to reduce our taxes as much as possible. And that's, you know, we're fighting it. We're, everybody is fighting the government to say, I, everybody thinks they pay too much in taxes. I don't think I've heard ever heard one person say they don't, they pay enough. Amazon. <laughs> Fair point, right? So um, I just it's it's an interesting thought and process behind it. Uh, some some numbers, right? So the spending for fiscal year 2021, four point eight trillion dollars. Four point eight trillion dollars is the spending, and the estimated tax revenue three point eight. Wait a minute. So three point eight revenue, revenue tax revenue. Four point eight trillion spending. Does that include the new infrastructure bill? Nope. So that's another two trillion. Could be. Yep. So we're up to six trillion. Yep. And that doesn't include all the other stuff that yeah. has been proposed. Does nope, it? No bueno. No doesn't, bueno. Doesn't work. Okay. So math doesn't work, and that and that's my concern. And we talked a little bit off off the air about the cryptocurrency and China. China's goal is to devalue the dollar. Yep. And this spending that we're path we're going down is exactly what's going to happen. Yep. And that's my greater concern. It may not happen in my lifetime, uh, Jared, whoever, but gen- at some point, the rubber's going to hit the road, and we're going to have to uh, deal with it. And I'm, that's my greater concern. Uh, John, we talked a little bit about corporate taxes, yes. tax cuts. <laughs> were you in favor of the corporate tax cut? I was in favor of the corporate tax cut. In fact, I'm in favor of no corporate taxes. And why is that? The reason being, who pays the corporate taxes? The consumer. The consumer, not the corporation. Think about it. Yeah. If you're a company and you sell whatever, and you sell one, and you have to pay tax on the dollar you received, what do you do to your price? You increase. It's all you, built in the raise your right, price. You all built in the price. And modeling. so the consumer pays it. You don't. The corporation doesn't. And they go merrily along. Plus, there are a lot of uh, available tax deductions available to corporations mm-hmm. that, with all the tax lawyers and so forth, they have. They should be be paying little or no taxes. And while I'm picking on uh, Amazon, that's what they do. It's legitimate. They reduce their taxes down to basically zero. Mm-hmm. I- <sighs> Here's here's my challenge. I agree with your concept. My concern or challenge, we had a corporate tax reduction of 14%, mm-hmm. and there was unintended consequences behind it. The corporate the purpose they the reason they did it was to bring jobs back. If we reduce corporate taxes, we're going to bring jobs to America. I don't think that happened. I think jobs were created out of efficiencies and about but not in the masses they expected. And the corporations took their extra cash 
and did the stock buybacks. Some did. Some right? bought their stock back, but there was some employment increase. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think I definitely employment numbers improved, and we saw it across the board from wages increasing uh, across the board. Good reports from, but I just thought that it sort of backfired on them where they thought it would be a mass, a come back over to America, and I the corporate the stock buyback plan. You can see it. It, it spiked. It spiked immediately. Now, what it did, it improved the financial stability of a lot of these companies. Right. I think there's some benefit there, but I do think that it was basically, hey, we have some extra cash. Let's improve the stock price. Let's improve the, the financial stability. And I think that led to the stock market going up as well. Yep. Well, the market's been going up and up and up and up and up and up. Sooner or later, it may not, as people say, hmm, what are these CEOs doing? Interfering in politics, <clears throat> paying no taxes, and whatever. Mm -hmm. So we have to be aware of that. And that's all part. Of, it's like the wheel on your on your uh, scooter is wobbling. Mm -hmm. And so when your wheel wobbles, if you don't fix it, it's going to wobble its way off. You're going to crash and burn. And that's what you're talking about. We're headed for that direction. Now, I'm not saying we're going to have a big crisis tomorrow, but we are definitely headed for some problem with this deficit because we can't just keep printing money. Sooner or later, it will be worthless. Mm -hmm. And then China says, you bet, we like that. Yeah. And they're going to be in control. And, and the greatest problem that we haven't, in dealing with, haven't dealt with in dealing with this deficit is interest rates. Yep. We are in a historically low interest rate environment. Well, have you noticed that interest rates are going up now? Yep, they're creeping Slightly up. Slightly going up. Yep. And by next year, if all this, if some of this tax stuff goes through, they're going to go way up. Yeah. And that'll probably hit by next year. And by next year, then we'll be paying interest of a greater an amount yeah. than we're paying now. So this all works as long as interest rates are zero. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Jared will have to pay all the taxes. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, I I struggle to like really think of like put together my thoughts on this just because I know that there's a tax bill that comes due uh, someday. But uh, I think part of it is I think we as consumers have to look at is like when are corporations going to end up are going to be socially responsible across the board i think how you brought up the stock buybacks a lot of that people had hoped that wages would increase further uh, and lower pay positions um and and they didn't the uh, it was truly the the c-suite kind of lining their pockets with with that money that they saved and i think we have to get to a point where uh these larger corporations are socially responsible and they're truly taking care of their workers instead of just taking care of uh, the shareholders. It's really more of a stakeholders problem instead of a shareholders problem. So you want corporations to be social animals? In a way, yeah. I, I, <sighs> Stephen, what? I, I there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think to a an, degree. To what degree, right? I think there's an argument that that shareholders definitely matter to a corporation but if you look at it from a stakeholders perspective you have not only the people that have our shareholders in the company but there's so many ways that a corporation is going to affect people outside of their shareholders and when if a, a corporation turns around and starts taking care of their stakeholders i think in the end people are going to respect that company more they're probably going to support it more and i think they're going to make more money in the long run uh, because more people believe and see what that this company is doing something good but I, you're 100% correct, and I do believe that the intentions of corporations, of many of them, I can't say guarantee all of them, is to look out for their 
team, mm-hmm. right? And that's the corporate culture that is to pay a fair wage and to pay a progressive wage through the years you work or employed there, the benefits of the retirement plans. Those are all important points. And I agree with you 100%. John, to what degree is that a responsibility? It's none. It's not their responsibility. What does it say in the law about the responsibility of a corporation? To whom is the corporation responsible? It is responsible to the shareholders. To the shareholders. And we, and we have 10 seconds here before the next segment, so to I'm going to cut share- you off. Okay. Right? <laughs> I'll just say it. It's to the shareholders. shareholders right. And that was the kept going through my mind as Jared was talking. Well, we're coming up on a break. When we come back, we'll finish this discussion. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and Company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. Today we're talking about taxes, concepts of taxes, tax reform, and in this final segment we're going to talk infrastructure. And, John, we closed the last segment. Jared was talking about uh, companies being obligated to their to the stakeholders versus the shareholders. And I, the whole time I was thinking that's the part of the challenge is the companies are responsible to the shareholders. Yes, they are. And that's, that's the big challenge, right? Because the CEO reports to the shareholders. Yep. All the employees mm-hmm. really for the – that is their obligation is to the shareholders. Yes. And that's the being a public company. Yes, it is. I worked for a company that went public, and the, this, there was two brothers at the head, CEO, COO. Um, as we were getting ready to go public, boy, they had beautiful Mercedes. They had country <laughs> club memberships. They were golfing every day, beautiful tans. Wow, nice. And guess what? We went public. They got rich on paper. Their lives became miserable. Oh. They had no tan. They lost their hair. <laughs> they had. They didn't go anywhere for lunch because they were. Their obligation was to the shareholder, and yep. I'll never forget that because I was like, I wonder if they regret it. Could because, be right because all of a sudden you think that's that's your goal. I want to go public. You go public. Guess what? You got somebody to report to, right. and those people were constantly all over them and hitting numbers and making sure that your numbers were working. And so here we are. Well, so, that, that deals with what I was trying to share a little earlier, which is we tend to be diffused in our focus. So this country was founded on what? Principles. Individualism. Yes. Everyone take care of yourself. Help those you want to help. It was not about keeping your eye on 50 people around you. If you go into a place, you go into a room, and th- there's a flood, and people are drowning. You're going to save all 50 people? You got to start with one. You can't. Mm-hmm. You right. can't do it. It's right. impossible. Right. You got to start with so one. So if you, if you try, you get, get, you get tired, you get confused, and everyone loses. So that's kind of what happens here is we keep losing our focus. If we focus on what the country was founded, be, you know, be self-aware, be self-conscious, et cetera, and then if, we, if the government did that, focus on what they're supposed to do, not all this other stuff to win votes. Focus on what they're supposed to do. Uh, if corporations focus on what they're supposed to do, I promise you there are lots of corporations that I happen to know do give a lot of charity, do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I know of corporations who went down to Haiti with no publicity and fed more people down there than the Clinton Foundation did. Yeah. 
So there's a lot of that going on, but it doesn't get the publicity. And so there again, we look to the publicity. If it's not on the news and the, the talking heads aren't promoting it, we think it's not real. Well, there's a lot of good stuff happening behind the scenes. You know, news today, uh, I guess always, is bad news. Mm -hmm. That's what gets the clicks. That's what gets the hits, whatever you want to talk about. So, no, I think if we all went back to the fake basics, we'd be better off. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, let's switch topics to infrastructure. Yeah, it's a famous, popular word these days. Yeah, uh, it's centered around we're, and probably future shows. We don't have time today to go into where's this infrastructure <laughs> bill going. But we everyone talks about roads, right? We gotta go roads. And last week I was filling at the gas station. I was at the fuel pump. There it is, a nice little sticker: gas tax. Mm -hmm. uh, Are you aware we pay gas tax? Yep, I yeah. see that red sticker. Right, every single red time. sticker. And right now, 18.4 cents yep. per gallon goes yep. to the federal government for the infrastructure. State tax is 38.5 cents per gallon. It's it's there, right? That's mm -hmm. for the state of Ohio. So, And the, the challenges in some of these other states are they're using those funds for other things. Yep. Like New York's a popular one. And New York is just a massive animal in and of itself, <laughs> right? Because it's it's they, it goes to mass transit, mm -hmm. right? The bridge revenue from the bridges. My dad always say, how much money are they making off the bridges? But it, it basically, it provides for the mass transit system, right? Somebody's mm -hmm. got to pay for all the tracks. and the, So, John, how do we fix the roads and how is, should all of that be managed? Should it be state man, managed each state or is it a federal thing? Well, let's see. When, when did we start the federal highway system? Eisenhower years. That's out, right. So it wasn't. It yeah. hadn't been here forever. Right. So there was a time when we didn't have all this federalism. And it was paid for cash, but with cash. That's right. Yeah. And the states were responsible. There we go again. They were responsible for their own territory, their own land. And they provided roads, and some had great roads. I grew up in West Virginia. Not so great roads. Okay. Mm -hmm. But... Some had great roads. Ohio has always had good roads. Yeah. So if a state is responsible, just like they have to have a balanced budget in a state, you can't have a deficit in a state government, then we'd have some, again, clarity. You would have the taxpayer would be closer to the representatives and the government to argue their points as to how the money is being used by the government. And and I'm going to two two points here. One is right before we recorded the show, I read a headline that uh, the federal government provided the state of Ohio with some appropriated funds and Governor DeWine is putting it into the unemployment fund because it got decimated last year. Mm -hmm. And it's it's fiscally responsible. He's doing the right thing. My immediate thought was how many states are using doing that with the appropriated funds? Are they putting it into areas that got and, and that's that's why I get frustrated with there are some states that just are irresponsible with how they spend the money. Well, let's see. I can give you a couple of states that aren't doing it. New York, okay. California, mm -hmm. okay, New Jersey, and those sorts of states. The blue so how do those states, should they run their, manage their funds? Well, they, first of all, they have to restructure their politicians. They have to get people who are going to act, you know, diligently and, and carefully and so forth, like like I think our government does for the most part. Mm -hmm. And states like North Dakota, well, that governor has just run that like a fine-tuned machine. How well everyone with the, with the COVID and with the construction, whatever else going on. There are many states right now that are running very, very well. Even Texas, even Florida. Look at Florida. My mm -hmm. goodness gracious. The only problem with Florida is everybody in the world is moving there. Well, that, well, they're going to have bigger problems, though. That's, that's part I, of my point. Like New York and California, those are monsters that deal with the volume of people. 
So how do you, how much responsibility does each taxpayer have to that local area? It starts in the community, yes. and, and really that's that's the thing. So how much does each taxpayer should they be responsible for within the community? For well, tax- they do that through their election process. Yeah, pick someone who you can talk to and figure out what they're doing. What are they proposing? It's not for you, the taxpayer, to decide what road should be fixed, mm-hmm. even though you'd like it to be yours. It's for that person who properly represents the state and that area to fix the road and to see that it needs to be fixed, mm-hmm. not worrying about, you know, am I going to be elected next week? Yeah, and that, right. A lot of it, all these, and, and the classic debate is no one wants to fix a Social Security problem because it would be political suicide. And, what do you mean and the kicking, social security problem, right? Exactly. Steven? We haven't even. We only have a minute left, but that was one of my <laughs> topics for today, right? Because that's funded through the general tax funding, and it's it's and they commingled the funds. Yeah. So it's not social security that was the problem, right? It was the government co- again, once again, diffusing, commingling the funds, and now they they borrow. In fact, in one of the articles that said. They can no longer. There's no longer enough money they can borrow from the Social Security fund. <laughs> right, right. Trust Bar- fund. Borrow. Yeah. Right. What are we borrowing the, from? So right? the Social Security fund is a basically paper. Yeah. You An know? IOU. IOU. Yeah. So when you go, Stephen, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, again, all these all these challenges. I don't think it's easy. Um, no, it's not easy. And 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 that's where I, I I do believe there's a middle ground. It's just it's hard because in today's environment, it's so politicized. It's so polarizing. Uh, the further you are divided, it seems like more people are happy. That's the way I see it. And that's what frustrates me. Um, I don't think it was that way. Maybe I just was not educated enough. Well, that's because they're focusing on political correctness instead of the situation, the issues, the road, Yeah, fix the road. Yeah. Let's focus on that. How do I do that? Great, great point. Well, that's it for today, John. So hopefully the Ooh, listeners got a little, Holy yeah, cow. that's it. So <laughs> tune in next week. You've been listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN.